Three is the magic number. Numbers. Everyone loves numbers. Okay. One is the loneliest number. Uh, e oh, okay, that a wasn't formula. that. That's that's not a number. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say how's it, formula. Uh, the whole three thing from Monty Python, but that could take a while. Eh. Uh, we could do the uh, the song of the elements, but uh. Holy hand grenade or Azeroth or whatever it's called. Okay, well someone is happy. They're just going down mm. my street, and I think okay. they're cheering about the football. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah, considering he is wearing a... Yeah, he's wearing a t-shirt, he's just singing down the street. Oh well, everyone enjoys their vices. Uh, everyone enjoys sport. I watched cars safely not crash too much. So, uh, mm. so it's all good. But, uh, you know, things that crash and burn. Not this podcast, because it will... It will rain eternal. Mm. Yes, it will. It will be. It will arrive. It will be forever. For infinity, I'm losing my words. It's great. Okay. I was trying to make an end game reference and I couldn't even do it. <laughs> it's hard. Oh, well, well, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard. Right, start over. Right. Anyway, <laughs> this is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast episode uh, forty-one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 41. We've, we've gone past the Immaterial Saga, and now this is where we move on to the next cinematic podcast universe that may happen, may not happen. Who knows? It might just be a whole bunch of standalone podcasts. Just, just going forever. Um, yeah. 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 Just, just how it works. We are, we are the marvel of podcasts in, in that we just keep going and keep going and we just have interweaving plot lines and then, you know, another 12 podcasts down the line we go, shit, how do we bring this all together? Some, some, maybe some sort of mega podcast, three hours long with, with, with everyone. Ooh, that would be amazing. Yeah. We could just put, put that all together. We, I yeah. think we should kind of try to start planning it for our 50th. Fifth, yeah, yeah. We just, we just, we just get that going, and just have it zoom. We just zoom out the Immaterial Gamers logo, in whatever form it shall be, and just, you know, we'll have some just, just a dodgy sort of Marvel I music. Think Matt's trying to work on that, by the way. He is trying to work on that. That's better about it. Mm. I've seen, I've seen the V5 logo, so, mm. uh, you know. We'll, we'll we'll see how that goes, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so that's 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 talk of Matt, who's who's not here, busy logo designing. I'm Ryan, though I am here, as seems to be usual case. Been here for 39 of the 41 podcasts. Oh which yeah, is, uh, RTX. Which is thing, yeah, RTX and uh, Blackpool, because okay. you know. And uh, joining me this week, I've got Darius. Hello, everyone. Who's been here for X podcasts? Uh, that statistic I haven't actually got in my head at the moment, but uh, you have been here for quite a few. I would say at least half of them. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. That's that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Uh, yeah. X divided by two, where X is the current number of podcasts. That 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 works. And, we like uh, numbers today, I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's all about the numbers. And uh, we've also got D, 
who's been here for four podcasts. Mm-hmm. That I... one I d- that one I do remember. <laughs> I might be able to do more than that. No, it's no, four. It is. It's four. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've done pretty much all of the recording for the game stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. More more well known for being as part of the play session crew. Yep. Yeah. I'm only. I only really do podcasts to cover. Yeah. Because it's a busy one, because Steph's still on holiday. Fuck you, Steph. Yeah. He's he's totally embracing the Canadian vibe. He wore a hat. Yeah, we saw. You know, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. At the barbecue. Been at a barbecue, been at some some stadium, it's been at a zoo. Ooh, yeah, to- to- totally embracing the life. And uh, because of that, Duncan's also not available because he's being the good guide. The guide to Wolfrings, Canada. Along with, uh, along with Terry um, and Sapphire and all that. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, apparently the, we can keep Duncan. We can keep Duncan? Is that, is that the trade-off that we're having here? We lose Steph, gain Duncan? I'm not sure. Hmm. Logistically, we have to see how that works. I mean, preferably, <laughs> preferably keeping both would be would be would be Beneficial. great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, making this all low, you know, local. But I mean, I like the transatlantic vibe. Do like that. So the two projects going together. You know, that's that's how we that's how we roll. We just find what we want to do and do it. I sort of mm. sort of kind of like that's how we're how we're going. So uh, based on based on how we. You know, we do what we want, talk about what we want. Uh, let's see um, you know, if we can carry on with play what we want. So we'll move on to what's been played. What's been played? And... D, what have you played? Uh, uh, mostly finished on and come Ramper off first playthrough and I've done the school bit now. I've got everyone's cards to max out. Okay, so just, um, uh, decided to go on the completion of that. And, um, and I've done some, started doing some jigsaws that are GIF animated. What is kind of strange? They're what now? They actually move. Oh. They're, they're animated. Animated puzzles. Yeah. Animated I... jigsaw puzzles. So as you're putting them together, the pieces are moving around. The actual wow. individual pieces are moving around. Sounds like oh. Harry Potter. Yeah. It's, it's on like a four-second GIF thing. So, oh, right. so, so they are gift puzzles. Okay. It's yeah. It always resets back to the same point, and then it does it again and again and again. But as you're trying to put the pieces together, they can be moving around from piece to piece. Okay. So it's sat there going, hmm. So it's sat there going. I'm, I'm pretty sure that piece goes somewhere near there. You see the gift cycle, and you go, hey, it's about there. So what's the name of this wonderful puzzle game? I've got wild animals, animated jigsaws, and beautiful Japanese scenery, animated jigsaws. Okay. I got them from okay. the Japanese bundle thing. The ah, so these, these were these were purchased around the same time as Danganronpa then. Yeah, along with uh, another Mahjong game, and Ikaruga. Uh, Bayonetta. All right. Just went bye bye all the games. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the Danganronpa came as a set, and yeah, there's also Japanese women animated jigsaws that I haven't downloaded yet. Oh wow! <laughs> so hey, that, yeah. one, that one you that one you keep to yourself. 
So, uh, uh, do they yeah. do like so, hentai style as well? Oh my god. I'm not sure. Oh, I'll oh, send you a question. <laughs> some, of, some of our listeners, listeners, viewers, whatever, might be interested in this kind of type of the um, exotic addition oh, to the oh, game. Ex- exotic Japanese culture is what you're saying there, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'd have to well, look it up. I think it's more like Chinese, but yeah, yeah, you get yeah. what I mean. Mm. Yeah, but enough of what Steph likes. Um, <laughs> I also got Castle of Illusions. Wait, wait, wait! The Mickey Mouse game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God! I, re- I, re- I remember the old Castle Castle of Illusion for the Mega Drive. I would like to play that one. I never played it. Oh, it was a weird ass game. Well, yeah. Um. Yeah, that like, when that Japanese bundle thing was on it, I got quite a bit. So yeah, I've got, now completed Donkey Rumper one now. The trigger ah. happy havoc, sort of. Yeah. I've completed but... the story once, and I've done the school thing once, maxing out everyone's cards, and then I started again on, uh, mean or whatever it is. Uh, mean logic and puzzle difficulty. Yes. Yeah, the, I put it on hard anyway, but I've got everyone's yeah. bullets. From the prologue, I've had everyone's cards maxed out, so I've had all the bullet times. Uh, not the bullets. When it comes to the... So I've got all 40-odd skill points from mm. chapter one. Yeah. Because I've got everyone's skill cards maxed out from that. I'm sure. The school, at that point, once they have all out. their uh, skill cards maxed out, there's an alternate ending. Is there? Hmm. That's, that's for you to find out. But yeah, I've... Basically, I've done. I've matched all their skill cards out from that skull thing that you get at the end of Duncan Romper. Mm. Yeah. Um, you, I did that. Did the skulls out, and then I've started from the prologue again. This okay. time, I need to try and get the nine bears, nine paws, nine summit. Mm. Nine hundred and ninety-nine mo- uh, coins for the slot machine. Right. So I've got like seventy-six percent of the achievements. Fair enough. Sorry, yeah, what you've been playing? Yeah, uh, well, I was about to say. Well, thank you very much for that for the for the mixed bit of puzzles and uh, and and murder. So uh, yeah, as D said, Darius. Uh, on somebody else's nerves. You've been playing on someone else's nerves. Yeah, well, that's oh like. Oh my god, like god, god! Last week you were playing with yourself. Well, every week you have something different from me. Yeah. <laughs> were you? Yeah, we usually usually do. So, uh, so how do you play on someone's nerves then? Well, you just well, the best person to ask would be Steph. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay, right. Uh, uh, Steph, how does Darry? <laughs> Wait. Wait. You were not him transatlantically. No, it wasn't him. It's just somebody else. But anyway, back to yep. the actual mm. game stuff. Okay. Uh I've not been playing much because okay. uh, I will, the week was really busy. Today is my first day when I'm literally have like some time for myself. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I managed to start a game of God of War. Oh, is this is this God of War PS4? Yes. Ah, uh, God of War Boy Edition. Yeah. yeah. And uh, how how goes? Your trip through Norse mythology. Well, first thing first, I never played God of War game. Ah. Well, I did kind of play it, but 
never to the extent yeah. to complete it or to get hooked up for more than five hours. Yeah. I've heard of God of War, but not played it. Yeah. I mean, if we if we go on the basic on that, God of War is a basically a, an action... Hack and a slash spectacle game. fighter we'd go with, really, these days. Hack and slash? Uh, well, the old ones. The old ones, I mean. Yeah. The more one. sort of... Um, sort of Closer to Bayonetta than Dynasty Warriors. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, mm. spectacle fire, so basically sort of fight dudes in big flashy ways and kick the crap out of people. Oh, little yeah. Little quick time events to kill mobs and stuff like that. Um, and God of War 4 PS4 continues that, I assume, Darius? Yes, it does. And it's... Well, I would I was going to say... It does deliver, however, I'm not entirely sure if it's delivering because I don't have any, you know, like an anchor point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, st- well, I start in the middle of something, which I'm not entirely sure whether there will be like backstory to it or that's like kind of continuity from the previous games. Oh. So, so are we looking at the term of does it start in medias res, so in the middle of the story? Um, don't well, not not really. It seems like a beginning of the story. However, you need it's not the beginning of the Kratos story. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because so kind of when you starting, you've got Kratos boring his well, I assume it's his wife mm-hmm. and his kid. Yeah. Boy. Boy. Um. <laughs> That's that, and she's on the. She's. They just put her onto the. Um, on the in the into the fire. To bury her. Oh, nice. Right, and they without nothing. Okay, let's go hunting. <laughs> I am like, what? Seriously? Okay, I get it. It's like her wish, and that's what you're supposed to do with the boy. Well, come on, just... give the boy a minute. Yeah, I just love the, the idea of that. That's just literally, oh, well, sorry for your loss. Right, do you want to hunt? <laughs> yeah, literally, that, that's what happened. And, mm. yeah, you're just going for the hunt, and you're killing the first few things, then yeah. you're killing one big thing, and then another big thing, and then a strange dude showing up, and he knows Kratos, and... Hmm. And okay, let's fight. And his health bar is on the bottom of the screen. And yes, okay. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. Yes, I won. Oh shit! No, he he, he regenerates. His full health uh, regenerates. Meant to lose fight? Ah, uh, nope. Oh. Oh yeah, exactly. And you have to do it like three, four times. Oh jeez. Good thing is the good thing is if you are past certain points. Because the battle is kind of scripted. So if yeah. you are past certain point, uh, and if you die, you just reset from like that kind of quick save. Ah, right, so it's checkpointed. Yes. Well, at least on my difficulty, so yeah, kudos. Because honestly, I'm playing this game mainly for like uh, for a story than actual challenge. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think, I think that. You've, you've got like four or five, four or five um, difficulty settings. I mm. chose the second one. Mm. So still, okay. so it's uh, it says it's a right balance between the story and the challenge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I'm not a masochist. Um, no Dark Souls in your future. Oh, then, no? no, I've tried out. I originally tried out the game. Uh-uh. Nope. It's not freaking me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not for I got, everyone. I think I got about 34, 30 to 40 hours in and then just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a level of patience that doesn't fit me. Yeah. In some sense, and I can be a patient person, but that, but Dark Souls provides a bit too much need for it. Exactly. Yeah, you just sort of die. It's like I spent the first hour and a half dying over and over again just to get out the keep. So. Hmm. It, it... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'd never say that the game's unfair. It isn't. You know the mistakes you've made. Oh yeah, and each time you learn from it, but unless you're supposed um, to, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, we'll spend like the next thirty hours getting out of the keep, and then I got killed the first like three bosses, and it was like, you know what, we're just gonna dick you over right now. It's just like, thank you, because mm. it doesn't scale. It, you, you get over your hurdle, and then they'll just put a new massive wall in your way, and you're like. Okay, how am I meant to kill that? Well, that's what you've got to learn, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. How's, how's the combat God of War for them? <laughs> Simple. At the moment, anyway. I'm serious. Oh, I, right. I, I am just on the beginning. After beating that dude, that's where I stopped playing. Yeah. Um, because, well, time constraints. And okay. so far, yeah, it's it's intuitive. I like some some puzzles which I already encountered. Mm. Uh, it's not well at the moment. It's not like an open world game to which one I used to. Right. Like, for, still, one of the best games for PlayStation is still, well, by all means, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Mm. I really kind of loved how open worlds was there and what you could do. I think the only was I think I played Horizon three, no two. Uh, there's just only one Horizon. There's Horizon only one game. Zero, so it's zero probably the Horizon you've played. It's the um, post-apocalyptic world with mecha dinosaurs. Oh, no. I was thinking of the driving game. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, Forza Horizon. Yeah, it's easy to to do that. Oh yeah, because they are kind of like named the same, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. People, yeah, people don't call Forza Horizon Forza Horizon. They call it Horizon. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's easy, easy to, easy to get that. But, uh, yeah, do you reckon it's something you will be going back to then with God of War? Uh, yes, definitely. However, not mm. today, because ah. today I would like to play second, at least second, and maybe third game if I am lucky, a game of Siege Storm. Okay. Uh, and the Siege Storm is a card game. Okay. It's literally like a board game. Right. Uh, by Awaken Realms. Um, it's kind of like small in a concept, but big. Well, small game, but big in the concept, I would say. Yeah. It's some sort of like um, Magic the Gathering kind of style. Right. Okay. However, with completely different set of rules. Because uh, you've got your 34 deck, uh, 34 cards in your deck, uh, you've got your spells, you've got your monsters, and there is the opponent on, 
on you know facing you, uh, and you can yeah. play either a player or an you know an um, come on artificial intelligence, right? Basically, AI. yeah, AI, and you can even do that with a friend. So it can be two versus that artificial intelligence. Okay. Uh, and also, what that game have is um, competitive mode, which they trying to be making like a tournament in the near future. And right. Okay. So I kind of like it where it's going. However, I need to play quite a few games whether I will decide whether I like it or not. Yeah. Um. So and. Do you want the decks as you go along, then? Um, kind of, I think, yeah. Well, you've got... Uh, with my base game, which I bought for, like, roughly 30 quid, uh, I've got, like, four or five main decks. Mm. So it's, it's not too bad for the money. Right. Um, And the gameplay, how, do, how does it play? It's like... Uh, instead of, like, in the magic, where you can keep spawning your creatures mm. from left to right basically and you can play them as much as you have mana uh, in siege storm you can deploy only one creature per turn right okay and you're deploying okay. let's say yours on the right hand side yeah and then an enemy is deploying them on their on their right hand side right and each so. and each turn then you're moving them up by mm. one po by one space, you've got like free, free space path. Yeah. So they they're like kind of tra traveling. So you summoning your creature. It's on your land. Next turn you can move it one up and then summon another one. Mm. So that the one up is like on the no man's land. Yeah. And then you moving it up again on the third Into position. The so and the that, from line. Yes, and that's where you that creature can attack the enemy. Right. So it has to be one on like one tile from the things. There yeah. isn't like rage units. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, may, maybe there there are, but as far as I've played, yeah. uh, it seems to me, and I'm looking at the images of the old um, Kickstarter campaign that they yes. did for this. Seems to play a very so, the way that you put the one monsters down at the time makes it feel a bit Yu-Gi-Oh like. But with what you're describing with the sort of the front line, the no man's line, uh, land and the enemy line, it makes it seem like it's a bit like a bit of a lane defense. Yes, well, kind sort of, of type it is. game. Yes. Uh, so if you can prevent that creature getting too close to you, that's bonus because he then will not attack you. Yeah. So if, I, I get the idea. Yeah, but if now. you if you don't, then you're gonna get attacked, and your life are the cards. Right. So the you've got only you've got 34 cards in your deck, you've got 10 cards in the hand, and you always have to draw two cards. Right. Run out so, of cards, run out of life. Exactly. And it's hmm. designed it's to be uh, like 10, 20 minutes game. Yeah. So uh, okay. so far, I've played uh, one game with a boss, mm. uh, trying to grasp the rules. Yeah. So I notice that. Yeah, it's, it's very. It's got. It's got a very. Yeah, like you said, sort of play against other people or just play against. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they actually have specific boss decks. Yes, they are. Exactly. Okay. 
I've got I've got like I think two or three of them, which is not too bad. Uh, but yeah, um, what I was gonna say, uh, yeah, uh, I like what I like about this is that that two things, which is you need to think. You can either play it dumb or you can literally think about your strategy, like mm. in like in the Magic: The Gathering, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and it's quite fast. It's faster. It's definitely faster than Magic. Okay. Mag the Magic: The, the Gathering is quite fast game if you just you know one. Oh, so if you, if, you know, if you know what you're doing, you're playing yeah. Ahead. If you have one match in Magic: The Gathering, it's quite fast. But this one is a little bit faster. Okay. It's more that dynamic. Is. So yeah, I will let you know, guys. Probably next week how that goes. Yeah. Okay. After some playtests. Fair dues. Okay, then. Well, in that case, we move to me. And I've played a board game, in a sense. I played it this afternoon. Okay. Uh, on my own. And that sounds weird. Because there's currently... I know there's probably two game, two board games in the universe at the moment where you can actually play on your own. Oh. One, of them is, one of them is Eldritch Horror. Okay, yeah. It's a board game when you know where you're doing stuff like that, and you know you're stopping Cthulhu or an old god spawning. But it's designed that you can actually play on your own or a group of people. The other is the game that I'm going to talk about. It's called Unlock, and okay. it's designed as an escape room card board game. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I was, oh, I was, so I was in, I was in Manchester yesterday before we went and saw Endgame, and before Endgame decided to play, also talk about what's been played and play with my emotions. Um, but that's, oh, sorry, that's, that's elsewhere. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So, so that. Would would watch again. I'm not going to uh, cinema, but I'd watch again. Um, and that's about as much as you're getting from me. Um, but, yeah, no, I was, in, I was in one of the local game shops, The Travelling Man. Okay. So, yeah. So, in, in The Travelling Man, I um, picked up this uh, this game of unlock it was at a reduced price. Why not? It turns okay. out I bought the fifth set of this unlock. So they are escape room card games. They are similar to another game that had come out called Exit. Now they that is a pure card based experience that operates under legacy rules, being that once you've played the game you can't play it again. Because you tear cards, you fold them up, you mark them as you play the game. And I have a little problem with that, especially at the point where they are. Each game of Exit is around 13 to £15. Pounds. And you're also, playing that once. Yeah. How, how much does it cost? £13.50, I believe it was. So it was like between 13 and 15 Oh, 15 Depending 15. on what, you right. know, okay. sort of how recent each one is. But that's one use. Now, someone might say, "Yeah, but you go to an escape room and you, and you, and you spend around that much per person." I think it's like, "Yeah, but you're you're playing a physical activity there exactly. that needs to be reset by people, and you know you're paying for them to actually do that and provide you the hints, make sure the room's safe, and you know make sure all the puzzles are working fine." I don't know why that's happening in something like Exit, and I mean technically with Unlock, which I'll sort of go into this now. I mean, technically, you could only play each game once, but you don't need to. You could introduce friends into it, you could host these escape games, you could join in with players and play them. Or, you can just run them yourself if you fancy the challenge, because the way that it does it is that it uses two components. 
a deck of cards and a mobile app. Okay. And it's pretty fucking cool how it does that. I'll I'll explain it now. So the people who publish uh, Unlock are called Space Cowboys. Um, French publishers of board games. Uh, they also worked on a board game called Time Stories. And that is a big oh, sort of role-playing yeah. game. But still, it's where... like a single single kind of play game. Yeah. I mean, the Time Stories is interesting in the fact that, yeah, you play a deck, so each sort of deck is a game. And you play through the cards in a given order. Um, and when you sort of... But if you succeed, you've done. You've completed that game. You don't need to play it again. Fail... And you'll start at the beginning of the run. But you'll have learned information that allows you to succeed in doing the next run. Because it works in the storyline as that you're, you're temporal agents and you've got to try and solve mysteries yeah. by inhabiting other people. Unlock kind of works on that same sort of idea. In that you've got a deck of cards, all the cards are numbered. They're not numbered in order, but they're all, they're all numbered. And you... You have a scenario, and you start a timer, 60 minutes, to complete the objective. And you use the cards to, you know, find objects, uh, keys, uh, codes, puzzles, and machines. And the idea is that you, using the mobile app, you've got 60 minutes to complete the game. Now, I was playing the scenario in the Heroic Adventures pack which is the, the biggest, the, the most recent pack. And I was playing a scenario called Insert Coin. And you're just a kid who's decided that they're bored at home, so they've gone and checked out their granddad's dusty arcade machine, and they get trond into it. So the, the, oh. the aim of this escape is to basically rescue the princess, get out of the game within 60 minutes. And, yeah, everything is in that deck. Your success conditions, your your answers, your your clues and penalties, because that's how this sort of works as well. It stops you from just um, constantly brute forcing your way to a solution. So like, there'll be cards that you have to combine together. There'll be red cards and blue cards, and if you combine the numbers on each of the cards, that'll give you a card that you can pull out of the deck yeah. to to do stuff. But it uses the app as well in in its solutions. So codes, so your cards that are pulled out, they're yellow in colour. And they'll tell you sort of that you need to enter a code in order to move on to the next thing, to get the next card, which it uses the app to do. So if you enter the right code, it'll tell you the cards to pull out the deck. If you enter the wrong code, it'll penalise you and you'll lose a minute from your time. So, you know, it's, it's sort of clever in that. But it also uses AR and voice, and sort of other ways to progress through the things. So one of the interesting things is that you, like in this insert coin adventure, I had a helmet, and it had a torch on it. And I was just in this attic, and I pick up a card at the thing that says, it's too dark to see. But because the app recognises all the card codes, because of the numbers on there, you turn the headlamp on in finger quotes. You basically put the card in front of your phone, it then picks it up on the AR and will generate a number for you to pull the cards out. And I actually thought that's pretty damn cool. I actually like that. You, you know me of being 
the person who always liked the quirky stuff. <laughs> stuff that's a bit different from the norm. So, it's... so I just like just like this. There was like another card where you had on the card, it just showed a bunch of ladders and exits to them. Put the card in front of your phone camera and it would then show little animations of, of laser beams, turrets and cannons showing you where the unsafe parts were. And so you had to sort of figure out which were the safest ladders because each of the ladders had a number on them. So you knew the four safest ladders to to escape. And so the last part of the mission as well, depending on the amount of players you have, is just a straight-up boss fight. The, you just end boss up... Um, fight, you pick up an item be. that's... Hmm? The boss fight. Yeah, the boss fight. You, um, you, you'd gather your players around the phone and each person would have a direction on their pat on the on the phone that they would be allowed to push and you would guide a ship to destroy another ship so it's like ev- oh so every player have their own phone and the app oh no 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 it's, it's shared one shared phone okay that has the app in it but every person so if you were all sat around the table you'd put the phone in the middle and player 1 would control left player 2 would control up player 3 would control right 4 would control down and you'd guide the ship together. I mean, on on your own as player one, you just controlled the ship on your phone. Yeah, oh, but, I get it. But that was that part of the escape room experience. It was just like, whoa, hold on, this is this is a really cool thing, and it's designed to be repeatable with different players, because you're not destroying cards, your answers oh. are in the app. Um, okay, things don't change, but. You can always shuffle the sort of app in it, and the way the sort of the deck works is that you're not allowed to spread all the cards out on the table. So part of the time is to actually search through looking for the numbers that you need. So you can just shuffle the deck each time to to add that artificial time searching, and it's got leaderboards. So it evaluates how well you did it, how many hints you needed to use, how many mistakes you made, and how long it took for you to complete the the room. And I, I'm actually really enjoying it, and I'm thinking of picking up more. And also thinking of maybe using it for the good old infamous board game night that I used to do. Definitely sounds interesting. Yeah. It's it's a weird concept, and there's a couple of others that are in there. So this one had Insert Coin, but it's also got a Sherlock Holmes-inspired adventure and a Alice in Wonderland-inspired adventure. Ooh. Nice. Um, and so they, they, they all go up in difficulty. I mean, here's the thing on this. I played it on my own. And I did it with five minutes left on a 60-minute timer. That was the one-star difficulty mission. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, they've got escape room difficulties in them. But they are fun, I would honestly. If you could pick one up, the the app's free to download. It's just a companion app for, for the game. You can get them around £20 a piece. Oh. And... Yeah, you can get different people in there. I mean, to be honest, for that one now, I feel I could feel comfortable in sort of helping as a, a sort of a guide for that mission mm-hmm. for some people. But I'd be more than happy to play it again with other people and just sit back a little bit knowing that I know how to play it. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's that's all of us talking about games, right? No, yeah. what well, about me? Ha <laughs> ha. You talked about two. Did I? You did. I don't remember that. God of War and... Yeah. You had the... God of War and Siege Storm. And Dee technically talked about Danganronpa and Puzzles. And I talked about Unlock. 
Technically, I've been playing a puzzle while we've been doing the podcast. Oh, nice. I've been playing Mahjong. Ah, Mahjong. Right, (laughs) anyway, we will move on now, because that's the games we've been playing, and I want to sort of wrap the, sort of like, spend the next 20 minutes on talking about some news. So, it's news time. Okay. The news time. Thanks, Darius. News time. So, I want to quickly, quickly talk about what Darius sent me because it's a very very quick news story and I don't want to just constantly be shitting on Anthem all the time he gets enough bad (laughs) (laughs) so uh, we're going to give Anthem a break this week oh no 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 okay for the next five minutes but it's it's, it's a quick one so some trolling bastard this is according to VG247.com some trolling bastard in Manchester according to this webpage um, did a redirect or has made a fake domain name for the new Ghost Recon game that's coming out, Breakpoint. Uh, so there's a website out there at the moment, maybe, it's probably gone down by the time you hear this, called ghostreconbreakpoint.com. And when you click on it, it now says server not found. <laughs> but what it used to say, or what it used to redirect to, was Anthem's official site. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I don't know if that's against Anthem for the fact that it needs, you know, it needs the attention. <laughs> or if it's a troll on Ubisoft of saying, oh, well, look, Breakpoint's just going to end up like Anthem. But, mm. yeah, um, it was just a quick one to mention that that's happened and people will troll you for everything. So, uh, cheers, Darius, for letting me know about that one. And, uh, I, well, yeah. I just thought we have to kind of keep, you know, keep any news on Anthem as long as we can. Yeah, I mean, I mean, between the, you know, sort of between oh, what's Anthem done to fuck up and the days since last Bethesda incident counter that we've got. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just a, you know, it's just it's just a weird thing on that. But um, yeah, so that was that was that, and uh, we will now move on to what the one of two more serious news topics that we've got here. So it's the other one that Darius showed me, um, Polygon's one, uh, about EA Access. Now, it's been mentioned, well, it's been as part of Microsoft's staple for Xbox One for and years and now. And PC now. And, yeah, PC with, with Origin Access. Um, you know, EA's game subscription service that allowed you access to a vault of games of EAs that you could play, or third parties. Some indie titles are in there as well. But additionally, what that also allowed was early access to EA's upcoming games, like the aforementioned Anthem. That was available on Origin Access. I mean, it wasn't early access on EA's Xbox One service, but it was something that you could subscribe to. But now, after years of Sony saying no, it's been announced that they will get the streaming service. Um, the Polygon article does say right at the bottom, uh, you know, initially they didn't want an additional non-Sony price tag for this EA-specific program. Because they said at the time they didn't represent good value to the PlayStation gamer. So, Darius, what do you reckon's changed? Money. Just 
just money. Yeah, reckon well, Sony have decided to be money focused now. It's everyone has like kind of this sort of subscription based service, isn't it? Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, and I think Sony starts realizing from some time right now that if they will not keep up with new invention, new waves mm. of playing the games, which in this this term is subscription-based games, uh, they will start losing uh, subscribers, basically. People to yeah. buy the console. And, okay. uh, and they might... And how I see it is they will be they would they would be fine for PlayStation for lifespan right now. However, yeah. I'm thinking they uh, they trying to think about the future about the PlayStation Five, which they yeah. trying to transfer more into ex- exactly what it is a uh, subscription based based gaming. Yeah, subscription based and streaming based. And really, streaming, yeah, streaming based. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm really thinking. That's instead of starting it on the PlayStation Five life cycle, where everything mm. can go downhill, they want to do it now, test it, see how things go, maybe even experiment with a PlayStation Plus subscription, um, EA Access subscription. Uh, PlayStation Now subscription, like maybe they mm. will try to combine all of it into one. Sort of, yeah, some sort of just package. Exactly. Thing. So they might just, you know, they will, they may, they might just want to uh, research the market. How many people on PlayStation mm. will want will want those uh, EA Access subscription? Probably say a good bit of the market, wouldn't it, at that, at that time? Yeah. So the so the the big gamer, um, D, you, do you have just just double checking on it? Do you have ac- any Origin access on there no. at all? So we've got so you got Origin access basic, it's like three ninety nine a month. I think it is. I don't do any of the access stuff. Right. Okay. I mean, cause I know this sort of the sort of the console idea just for seeing sort of getting you in on this. I mean. Does that ever does that ever in uh, pique your interest at all? The idea of just subscription only vault catalogs. I've never really thought about it. The only thing I've subscribed to at the moment is the um, humble monthly. Mm. And that feels a bit. That's and that's and that's a sort of different sort of way of doing things, isn't it? Because the, the the key thing with humble bundle or humble monthly is whatever games you get on that month are yours. Full stop. Yeah, um, it's like my Steam library that's ever growing. Ah, oh, the ever growing Steam library is great. Um, it's what well, it's getting like it's near seven hundred now. Mm. Um, basically, if I want to, like, I can come back to a game years later if I need to. Yeah, that's like Portal, and that's yeah. I seem to always come back to Portal at some point. I've played Portal One, Portal Two, gone through the story. But every once in a while, it's just fun to go back through it again. Mm. Where if you had a limited time void thing, say you had a month to have the game, and you're not really feeling the game that month, because I've been going to do, you can, you're not going, um, well, if you know what I mean. Mm. 
yeah, no, I, I can see where you're coming from on that. And that's and that's probably sort of the big concern to say if you want a lapse from that subscription, at that point you lose access to all them games. Yeah. Yeah. Every it's, single one of them. It's like um what happened with WoW. We did the six months WoW subscription. I got four months in, I was like, please end my subscription. Please. Well, one of two things. Please release Pathfinder Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> or cancel my subscription, please. Can we just pause my subscription until Pathfinder Part 2 comes out? Yeah. Please. See, that's, that's the thing. The pausing of a subscription, or so what could be considered the holiday break. Because... Um, used to, used to happen uh, before Netflix, was well, before Amazon and all, Netflix and all that, it used to be Love Film, and you could do holiday breaks on Love Film. It's just... So just a couple of months away, or like a month where I'm not feeling anything. I still want to keep the subscription... But yeah, I the last two months of my WoW subscription, I think I logged in for a grand total of like three times, mm. and the, one of them was because there was a two gig patch, and I wanted to see what the two gig patch was. Yeah, well, and then I'd, it turned out to be nothing. Well, it turned out to be the new uh, the new Allied race, the trolls were implemented. Yeah. So I literally spent half an hour unlocking the trolls because I had already did all the prerequisites for it. So I just have to do like six quests to get the trolls. I'm like, okay, I've got the trolls now. I want Pathfinder yeah, Part Two, like, damn it. Yeah. So I want the new, the new island content, and it's just uh, you just no. sat waiting. You at the moment is like wow based. You just sat there and you're like, well, why am I no- here? Why am I spending my money just sat here? Because it's a tenner a what, like a tenner a month. It's yeah. Like, it's like why. Mm. It's nah, why you get burnt out with it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But, uh... You can't, you can't do... So if you had a, a limited vault subscription thing... Um, it's like when... On Warframe, when things come in and out of the vault, you then get flustered, oh. because... Oh, yeah, I should I should mention at this point, it's not a rotating set of games. It, so is, it is one big library of games that you have access to. But the moment your subscription stops... You can't play the game. You lose anymore. access to the library. Just yeah. wanted to make sure to clarify on that one, just just to make sure. It's not, it's not like a Warframe library. No, it's not, it's not like some games go in, some games come out. It is just Ever you get them all, but only while you subscribed. Mm. I can see the thing for uh, not casual gaming. Um, if you wanted to try bits and pieces. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I could see how it would work, but at the same. But if you wanted to come, let's, uh, I mean, let's let's bring it into another question here. If there's like fifty games in the vault, yet there's only one game that you actually want to play in that vault. Wow, wouldn't it, it more it? be prudent to just get the game? Yeah. Um. At that point, yeah, you would just have that game from the vault. Well, and then you don't need the subscription anymore. So it'd be good to explore your. It'd be good to explore different games, but... Right, so if I can comment on that, it's like... Uh, okay, obviously I had my subscription for PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Mainly because... Uh, well, two things. I was able to play online, because that was the re- required to play online. Yeah. Uh, and secondly... Uh, I thought it's quite okay... 
better of money for the games which you're gonna get. Mm. Even though for a short, even if you're not planning on you know extending your subscription afterwards, etc. Um, yeah, you're still getting like a kind of decent amount of games, especially when you had PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and PlayStation 4. Mm. That was like a hell of a lot of games which you could which get. Say, saying on that, the rules have changed with that now, isn't yes, it? Yes, they changed. PlayStation 4 stuff only. Um, and knowing that I'm swap again more towards PC gaming, I think when my PlayStation Plus will run out, I will stop paying it for a few months. Mm. I'm, yeah. I will I will be back on it, don't take me wrong. I will definitely be back on PlayStation Plus. But I might have like two, three months of a gap. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, for two, three months I will just mainly focus on my PC gaming. Wait for uh, PlayStation 4 exclusives and then play them there. But anyway, the point is... Uh, I wasn't... I never was like kind of like subscription gay subscription based person, especially for humble bundle because you have to com- uh, commit yourself for a year, isn't it? Um, no, the, well, not what anymore. Kind of. Well, okay. No, you can just monthly basis now. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, but still, and you never know what they're gonna throw. I'm never sure whether I will play the game or not. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm still no for this. However, um, due to the release of Anthem, mm. uh, which I knew I would like to have, I would like to play, and, yeah. and knowing the fact that the, the game on its own is roughly forty quid, yeah, and then I also would like to play another few other games on the. Yeah, Origin Access vault. Mm. Uh, so I was, so that's when I was like, okay, I will give it a shot because I will definitely spend straight away forty quid. Might as well try it a monthly base subscription for a year yeah. and play the game, which I will buy anyway, Anthem, and then give it a go for uh, Battlefront, Battlefield games as well mm. so right now I'm quite happy with what I got even though I do kind of commit to pay for a full year but yeah. the amount of the games which you, which we are getting it's quite quite alright for the money okay fair enough so if they I mean, me- if they will like kind of keep going doing this kind of stuff like subs- I mean subscription based right Mm. Uh, I think this is something what people will prefer. Yeah. On the long run, because if you have to choose, pay forty quid for one game, of which you will play ba- mainly just once, from beginning to the end, mm. and that's it. Or pre or pay hundred quid for ten games. I think that's a better value. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I don't last know. Last words? I can see where, if you can stop and start, it would be kind of nice. If mm. you know you're not going to be playing games for a while. But, yeah. yes, I don't know. Okay. No, that's fine. Right, so, that was a bit more of a discussion than I thought we were going to get on that one. So, oh, um, at that point, 
this sort of changes how I'm going to do the, the last thing. Um, Riot Games. Okay. We know them as a company. Well. League of Legends. That's exclusively what they're known for, even though initially, when they first started, they were going to branch out. Okay. They've had problems over the past nine months. Or so, yeah. In terms of their their uh, sort of employment history and and issues going on internally at the company, and it's come it came came to a head last Monday. Okay. We're recording this on a Sunday. It'll be out by Tuesday. So last Monday, where a set of employees had just walked out, wow. protesting uh, protesting riots options of what they were going to do regarding um, forced arbitration. So, regarding sort of employee lawsuits based on discrimination and sexual harassment. Um, I'm going to very briefly go through this, because I think I might actually pick this up as an immaterial take-on at some okay. point, because it's deep enough that I actually do want to give it a little bit of a talk. But I'm going to go through sort of very brief history. There was a, uh, a Kotaku article in August last year, where various employees... I'd come out and spoke to them anonymously, talking about basically the gamer bro culture inside Riot. Very, yeah, yeah, male empowerment, everything's great. Women, tits. I generalize. Mm. But it was a very it was a lot of discrimination, sexual harassment stuff that was going on. It got picked up in uh, in August. November lawsuits started to happen regarding the treatment of employees in there. So January, so January up to March, the discussions about Riot accepting these lawsuits and they were going through. But then end of March, they started talking about using forced arbitration, which the practice, according to this IGN article I've got, it's the practice of contractually preventing employees from filing lawsuits in the event of a dispute. Yeah, so basically, if basically, there is harassment, you can't sue... Yeah, you, so you can't sue for, for sort of money in that ID. You can go through them, but then they'll just go straight into arbitration, which is basically sort of a business way of dealing with things. And they're well-known, particularly in American law, they're well-known in an arbitration case, they side with the employer. So people won't have enough of it. Riot, you know, sort of after the article in August, put something in their policy saying that there was zero tolerance against harassment and discrimination in the workplace, specifically on of a sexual nature or based on gender, along with the equal opportunities, you know, laws that are already in place in regards to discriminating based on age, sex, race, affiliation, so on and so forth. Oh, the isms. Yeah. So, yeah, it came to a head last week where up to 250 employees of Riot Games, current, former, experienced, Women, men, just walked out of the Los Angeles office and just sat out for a day to basically state that that's not what they want. And they're not okay with us. Well, no, no employer is okay with a strike or a walkout. They, they never are. But you know, it's, it's something that just come up and just, just it was just a, a quick one of really seeing what you guys thought of. You know how that was and how you feel about that. I understand. Like I said, I'll probably I'll probably leave my own opinion for sort of the take video, but um, no, I 
kind of agree with the employees on that. Oh, definitely. But, yeah. Okay. I understand why they're trying to do the whole suing thing for the company side of it. Because mm. it costs a lot of freaking money. But if there wasn't... it, It's the whole... Especially with the amendments in America. They're very... Yeah. They can't just plead the fifth on it. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. On that. And yeah, certainly... I think there's, there's sort of a case, especially because the way I look at this, I look at it in the way of whole, the old, the whole union culture in in Britain, um, and the sort of old idea in sort of the late eighties that unions were reviled, they were hated, the employer was always right, the employer could do what they wanted, and it didn't matter who got took out in the firing line. You know, we lost the steel industry, the mining industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a we had a prime minister who was known at that point as the baby milk snatcher. Thatcher's right. So taking yeah, taking everything away from the working class person and and doing that and that was that was you know that was across that was basically a class based thing, and the mm-hmm. strikes and the protests that went on stuff's even happening now. But the 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 unions have risen back and people have problems with unions. On the idea of. Well, all they just want is more money. Employees will never be happy and stuff like that. Now, a lot, a lot of people just want to live comfortably. Uh, what was it? Um, speak. I did Manchester history last month. Mm. Um, this course thing. Have you heard of Peterloo? Yeah. Oh, the Peterloo massacre. Yeah. Uh, oh that was, yeah. That was effectively a protest that went horribly wrong. Yeah, it, it was, was a peaceful it was, it was a protest. protest for the right to vote or something. No, no. yeah, it no. was the yeah. One of it was right to vote, and the other one was better f- the food and stuff, um, yeah. and the taxes, because yeah, it was basically the ninety percent of the wages was getting taxed back into the company, um, uh, well the mills and whatnot, and yeah, it went horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the lot of the film was postulating a, quite a bit of it, but you yeah. it was to get to the you saw it from both sides, mm. how the aristocrats saw it, and how the common man saw it. Yeah, and that difference between the aristocrats and the common man, the aristocrats going, "Well, we're better than the common person. We know what they need," and the common man's like, "No, you don't know what we need. We need this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that sort of yeah, like like as we all know in history, led to, you know, families just getting murdered on the streets by cavalier because yeah. they sent in military after men, women, women, and children. Yeah. It was a but peaceful it, protest. It was not. They, yeah, it, they threw the right into, into them. They went, oh, the writing. No, they just took the day off. They just took a Monday off to do a peaceful protest. There's nothing legally wrong about that. Mm. And the aristocrats are like, no, 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 send in the cavalier. They're, they're right in, send in the military. Yeah, solve, solve everything with violence. That seems to be the way of doing things, doesn't it? But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's all led. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, certainly, certainly, I'll say this now, the, the, the riot walkout is nowhere near on the lines of, of, of Peterloo. Yeah. Um, 
you know, but it's still you know so, something that needs to be discussed. And there seems to be this this there seems to be this culture that's that's going on at the moment that people should just be happy with what they're given with, and they should just get over it. The people with the money are there for a reason, and you're the reason you're working is also there. No, that's not how it should work. There should be basic, common, fucking decency regarding other people. Don't you know? Now I'm not. I'm going to say it now. Don't overstep your marks. Don't, don't, don't look for outrage on the basis of wanting outrage. I'm, I'm trying to be as, 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 as down the middle in regards to this. Do not, do not be trod upon. And, and, and you know, want basic things and common decency a home some money to live food you know utilities and a little bit of time for leisure don't don't you know sort of but don't overstep on that and basically look for a fence where there is not there is certainly there is a lot of justifiable there's a lot of justifiable things to to fight for just be sort of be careful on that because there's parts of this history that's that's come up in the riot thing where it's been you know sort of the attack on sort of the media and stuff like that and people always go the sjw route and and then and the gamergate route on that so it's like no there's bad actors on both sides causing shit but just to just to put it on there certainly do not you know as as a as a as a woman in a male-dominated place you shouldn't be looked at like a fucking sex object it's a simple thing, it's but, like, uh, but don't but don't go looking for that. And not to say that you would. I I've got to be careful not to put my own fucking foot in my mouth. But no, it's the whole. Um, yeah, it's like what they did with that. There was a TV short thing that happened, and they role reversed it. It was to do with they role reverse the women. It was to do with the back in the eighties and stuff. The women role reversed it. And the men felt really uncomfortable. And like, no, that's how we feel constantly. Yeah. And that's and that's the sort of thing. Certainly equal rights for people. I mean, that's that should be a bare minimum. Oh, yeah. Mm. Equal rights for people. It, it, it just should. Yeah, it's... So if there should be equal rights for people regardless of gender, race, sex. And I, I do specify on that on both sides. Um, an age and you know stuff like that. Someone should be just given the money for purely their ability, not not their background it's like or, the, um, or how they were brought up. So it, you know, yeah, it's like that. And the other one is like the uh, I don't know. It's there's just uh, you, we could go on. We could create an entire freaking thing about this yeah we i mean we we record you could it could just keep going on that and that's for days sort of, sort of, yeah as well so i just want to sort of like i wanted to sort of bring in sort of a brief idea of what people are feeling certainly i'm gonna look at talking about this i think it's it's big i know it could be just crazy and just be pissing in the wind and you know echo chambering out to 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 anyone but it's certainly something that can be you know discussed and talked about but we We'll look Need at, to wrap it up. Yeah, we, yeah, we're at an hour and ten minutes now, so it's going to end up being a massive edit otherwise. So, uh, but no, it's good that we can actually talk about that and just get on with it. So, so, so it's all good. But yeah, we'll get to the wrap up. If you liked what you heard, the deep discussion about uh, you know about employment rights, or 
the not-so-serious discussion about Endgame spoilers. Um, please, like, share, subscribe. Uh, watch us on YouTube. You could listen to us on Spotify or iTunes or anywhere else where you can put your earbuds in. And if you didn't like it, let us know so we can improve. Yes, yeah. If you actually, if you're actually watching this and the stuff that you would like us to improve on, and you feel some hints and tips on that, we're all ears, and mouths, and fingers. Basically, we can be oh. communicable. Um, yeah, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. But uh, yeah, so you know, there's the other stuff, and other stuff that we would like feedback on are the other shows that we do. So obviously, on the Monday, we've got role playing Nottingham Games by me, uh, still going through Resonance of Fate. I'm on chapter twelve now. Of 16. Nearly there. (laughs) Nearly there. It's nearly been a year of... Well, it's been 30 episodes. Bloody hell. Three-fifths of a year. My God. Now that I think about it like that. Wow. So, yeah. We're getting on there. And then I've decided it's going to be between one or two games. I'm probably going to either decide to go for a Tales game. Or I'm going to go for Mass Effect Andromeda. It's going to be a tough fall. Uh, tough for, tough thing to go for. But yeah, um, Tuesdays. Well, you're listening to it. It's the podcast. Wednesdays, absolutely nothing. Thursdays, the same currently. Fridays, the general's war table. Steve is still going down uh, with you know trying to to save the world in XCOM two. Okay. Facing off against the chosen, because he doesn't like to play things by halves. I'd add the biggest, meanest sons of bitches in there and just just run a game with that. So, yeah, he's playing through that. Uh, Saturdays, play session. We just finished off the Super Fight trilogy arc. We'll need to find something else to do. We have a, we have a play another game or we go back through and we try and resurrect a video game challenge in some way okay. by well, we can always, one of the ones that we've already played. We can always have another another season of another of the same game. Yeah, it's possible. So, like I said, there's a, there's a couple of ideas that we've got. I mean, we've still got this tournament that we're looking to plan for, for uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Yeah. But there's a... Um, I sort of discussed with Stefan and Duncan about looking at doing a battle on worms under a a very Metal Gear Solid-style rule set. Okay, that's weird. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 a thing to try. Um, Sundays currently in production at the moment but will be looking to return soon is Sibling Rivalry Um. Uh, Duncan and Andrea are looking to play a game of Pokemon Bingo and uh, I know on that one that I don't have the editing brains for that one It's this current one because that's with Darius how is that going at the moment Uh, you should have the fight tonight so if it's today is Sunday you can upload it Oh, that'll be cool. I I I look forward to that. So uh, yeah, that 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 should if that's if that's gone through, you should already see that on the uh, on the YouTube channel. And then uh, yeah, so that. But then in between that, we have the irregular series. We've got uh, something immaterially different, where any one of us could find a quirky, weird game to play that's not your normal first-person shooter, third-person shooter, platformer RPG sort of stuff, and just get some first impressions and play it just for the sake of it. Like I said last week, and do you remember this, 
Rainbow First Blood. You know, a stealth game involving a hoover. Or Elephant in the Room, a third-person stealth game where you are a literal elephant in a house that needs to escape without being seen. Oh, jeez. Um, so it was so. a weird game. That Vasa clean-up thing. Oh, this are a clean-up detail. Exactly, there we go. Stuff like that. <laughs> the the odd games. Yeah, and they're just quick, quirky first impression stuff. Mm. Or, if they're short enough, just a playthrough. Is, you know, so we, so we got that. Um, also on there, an immaterial take on. Uh, whenever any one of us decides we've got some opinions on something, they can just record a file of why they have opinions on something. And then someone, most likely me, will just put some images and videos to it. And then, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Like I say, the Sonic movie trailer was one, and certainly I think the history of the riot discrimination scandal will be another. So uh, that'll be coming I up. Can, yeah, I, I can get very ragey on that one quite quickly. Mm. It's, uh, it's an interesting sort of topic to, to go on, really. And then other projects in the line. Can we Can we sort of let people know what the series will be called? Because we all know what it's called. Darius, yours and Steph's one. Dead dual play? You want to keep it secret? Oh, okay. You want to say it? Yeah. Dual play. Dual play. Yeah. It's not as uh, competitive as you think. It's uh, two people who could be considered competitive people actually working together to do stuff. Well, working with Stefan is pain in the ass. I mean, playing. (laughs) (laughs) It does take some patience. He probably feels the same way. And that's pro- that's what makes it work. But yeah, Darius and Stefan have been working on something. Yeah, well, it's still kind and of... We are still under um, gathering the material. The piloting stage, really. Yeah, yeah, gathering the material for it. And yeah. probably we'll kind of have a go with it when Stefan's come back from the holiday. Yeah, I believe he's, he was... Um, he was going to look at something before he went up on his uh, happy trip, but just never got round to, to speaking with me about it. But, uh, mm. yeah, we'll get that sorted. Well, so, uh, yeah. I got first batch of material to edit. Yeah. Ah, so. So, so yeah, it's just there. It's just there ideally, in, in the, in the pipeline to, between the siblings. We need to edit stuff. all of it, record mm. the missing bits, Yeah. and then we can start uploading it. Okay. No worries. Hey, well. Until Stories and Told gets thingy soon on Epic. Yeah, ah, Epic stuff. Ah, that'd be that'd be good to know. Right, mm. we will finish this now because that was a nice long wrap up just to talk about what we got. Sorry. And we've had a we know. Why are you apologising? <laughs> it's content. We take mm. it. Um, but now, thank you, Darius. Thank you, D. Okay. And, uh, yeah, until next week, people, please, for God's sake, don't kill each other. And please, don't be liking the news. Actually, please, there's actually a very, very quick story here. There's a there's a bunch of people who've crashed a light aircraft on a dual carriageway. Every single one of them survived, with no major injuries. Wow. That's miraculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's miraculous. Be iron men and women. Be like them. Have Have... Have really good, exciting lives. Don't don't have that panic one. That that makes you shit your pants. But yeah, don't kill each other. Be daredevils. And be back Survivable next week. Daredevils. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely be back next week as well. Okay. So yeah, have a good one, guys, and we'll see you then. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>